You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. For those of you listeners who know my background a bit, you might remember the stories of my first few jobs after college. From being a mall cop to selling makeup door-to-door, I realized that I had skills that were being underutilized and that these minimum wage jobs couldn't support me or last forever. I spent years going through YouTube, reading books, listening to podcasts, and taking enough online courses to reinvent myself as a professional copywriter and digital marketer. Years later, thanks to my side hustles and drive, I've worked with national news outlets, multi-million dollar tech startups, nonprofits, and celebrities to build their brands and drive sales. None of this could have happened if I didn't develop in-demand skills. I had to do this alone, but you don't have to. You have Hustlers University 2.0. Hustlers University 2.0 is a community where you can learn real skills to earn money online today, starting with side hustles you can use to elevate your game. I'm not just an advocate for Hustlers University. I'm also a student. Every professor is verified to be making 10k to 500k monthly in their selected field. You get full resources, lesson plans, and an active community of thousands of other Hustlers University students working on skills such as stock analysis, cryptocurrencies, e-commerce, copywriting, which was my favorite course, one I actually went ahead and took last month, and as a copywriter of seven years, I even took a ton out of that, including some of the resources I was able to take over to my day job. You also learn freelancing, financial planning, affiliate marketing, business management, and so much more. If you're tired of depending on a boss who hates you to deliver your paycheck or have learned since the lockdowns that controlling the source of your income is vital to your individual freedom, sign up for Hustlers University 2.0 today using the link in the show notes. I'll see you there. Can it be now? I don't consent to this. That's well, a shame. You're, well, you're here, so I don't know what you planned on. Do you say that to oh. every casting couch? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> you sure do like to show your opinions talking big like somebody's listening. Nobody's listening. It's so fun and games until it doesn't toss me out. I'll hit the ignition. Now you listen. Hop up, up in the window. Smaller and smaller, you fade the Hop up, up in the window. Yeah. On the run with Remzo W. Martinez presents the Degenerate Panel. No fear, the degenerate panel is here. You guys thought that we wouldn't go ahead and you know throw some throwbacks into the summer, but surprise, bitches, because we are. We're bringing back the degenerate theater. That's right, degenerate theater returns. We couldn't do it without the degenerate panel, though. We've got not tonight's producer, not producer Derek. Derek, how is life? That's good, RJ. I'm looking forward to talking about some of these hilarious slash terrible movies 
that we all love to hate or just love in general because they're hilarious. Love is a very ambiguous term when it comes to some of these, but they make me laugh at least. Exactly. You know, you know who else makes me laugh? Tonight's producer, One Quarter Persian, Zed. Zed, go ahead and give us the lineup. What's the rundown of tonight? Well, tonight we're doing Degenerate Theater Part 2, so we're going to be... Dose. Yes, we're going to be watching uh, and reacting to Over the Top and just good, bad movies. And we couldn't do this without Sean of the military-industrial complex. Sean, are you wearing pants? No answers will be given. <laughs> that's, that's fair, and I appreciate the ambiguity. Ambiguity is a big word for some people. Uh, and that is, uh, for, for those of you that missed the very first Degenerate Theater, way yonder back, go ahead and give that a listen. That's a good episode. But for those of you, um, you know, who kind of wonder, like, what is a good, bad movie? We'll, we'll kind of start fresh here. Zed, what was you define as a good, bad movie or a bad, decent movie? What, what's the level of cringe we're going for tonight? I would say a good bad movie would be something where you know that the actors and the director want to make something really serious, uh, but the execution has just played out terribly. And it uh, a, whole, a very dramatic movie, a very serious movie turns into a comedy. That's what I would say is a good bad movie. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Sean, I think our I, I think our ladies were talking about this. Did you try watching Spiderhead? We tried watching Spiderhead and it got a little like, okay. It's taking itself too seriously. I feel like someone stole this out of my mind because I have thought about this kind of movie, but it happened. Someone created it. Uh, Derek, Zed, have either of you heard of Spiderhead? Spiderhead? Spiderhead. Spiderhead is a movie with, with actually some pretty big actors in it. it's got chris hemsworth as yeah. the bad guy it's got miles teller as a protagonist and it has a juicy small sister jesse smollett's sister as the love interest it, it, it's probably the most recent example of a movie that's like it tries to take itself really seriously but it just it's not it's not good it's exclusively on netflix and uh you know all the videos we're pulling up at the end of the show just go ahead and type in the titles on youtube you can go ahead and watch along with us but for now sit back relax and let your ears enjoy the show for you so zed what are we uh starting out with tonight uh i'd say to start out to set the tone of tonight uh i would first show off something very over the top uh and very degenerate. You're speaking <laughs> like, like a true connoisseur of good shitty films. I like it. Well, I uh, see. I discovered this thing on Reddit the other day, and apparently it's a fan made remake of RoboCop. And but they, it's actually a feature length film. And I'm about to show you a clip from that film. And the best way I can describe the scene is if what would happen if Butters from South Park was RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you, you got my attention right there <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure you guys know what's about to happen based on the south park episodes you've seen of butters and oh guns. no you oh, know what no. i'm saying <laughs> do you know what i am saying <laughs> yeah i'm brand new to pimping <laughs> <laughs> all right so this is our Everybody. robot 
It's our RoboCop uh, remake, scene 27. Let the woman go, you are under arrest. Back up, pal. He's gonna kill her. He's gonna kill her, man. He's gonna kill her. He's gonna kill her. Pause. Brilliant. Okay, I want to start off with this. Production-wise, you could actually convince me that this was the real RoboCop. Yeah, same. Like, it's really, really good. What just happened was RoboCop shot a man's dick off. Yeah, and that happens in the... Yeah, and that that happens in the original RoboCop movie. This is part of the original RoboCop movie, but what you're about to see is the fan-made interpretation of what happens next. Oh, okay. So prepare yourself. I'm I'm not ready for this. That's a man. That's a man. (laughs) Is this the fan made part? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. God. This is why we don't do a video show. Oh my god. (laughs) What just happened? Derek. What just Robo- happened? Robocop <sighs> just shot a man's cock off. Okay, so in this one said, I don't know what you were searching on Reddit, but so we saw the real Robocop scene, and now we have these two other rapists coming in. And one guy actually, like, I was shocked. Like, one guy actually has his Johnson like dangling in the wind. He's about to go like full on sexual assault here. And Robocop shot the head off his dick. <laughs> Zed, I question your search history all the time. He he doesn't just need to like clear his search the entire time. He needs to like kick the wife out the house, needs to Purell the keyboard, needs to like say seven prayers and give like a few bucks to charity. To he, needs to, he needs uh, to he needs to uninstall and reinstall Windows. My <laughs> gosh, how did you okay? No, no, no. We need to rewind. How did you find this? This is on the, the front page of Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> was it right next to the fight for ukraine ads <laughs> uh, probably but uh so uh yeah it gets uh progressively more intense oh my oh god no oh my god it's another one oh. Oh. how many are gonna show up oh why is it just a there's going to be like a more, aren't there? Did they not like another, like another group of guys? Ran out. So, so let's, let's talk, guys, let's talk about the context of this scene. All, all in one alleyway, in one alleyway, there, there are three pairs of rapists and three separate women who are not affiliated with each other by any stretch, just doing the same thing with their, with their Johnson hanging out and getting shot off by RoboCop. <laughs> Why is why is RoboCop like just specifically <laughs> aiming for the Johnson? I mean, I'm guessing it's a targeting calibration. You can't you can't, like you can't commit the, you can't commit the crime if it's no longer there. 
<laughs> so glad you showed me this as I'm preparing a trip to Detroit next week. Uh, well, it gets worse. Uh, it turns into a zombie invasion. Wait, oh, what? you've got my attention. <laughs> no, stop. stop. <laughs> what? What is happening? They're just not. <laughs> what? Is... What is? It's a good thing he has unlimited ammo. Oh, he's double tapping that shit too. <laughs> Jesus. What? Oh. Oh. Ah. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? It's gonna split. Why? <laughs> Madam, you have suffered an emotional shock. I will notify a rape crisis center. Yeah, she suffered an emotional shock. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm crying. I'm what crying. Fuck? Words. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> get 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 give a 10 second rundown. What the fuck? Basically, it, it, it's like if the Sandy Hook thing was in a locker room with men and it just went totally wrong. That's a weird thing to compare it to. Uh, uh, this is the most. It, we're ten minutes in. This is the most X-rated show we've ever done, and yeah. it's only X-rated based off what they hear, not what based off what they see. Well, That's a only, whole other thing. So, like, let, let's just let's just contextualize this whole scene for the for the listeners. All, all these men just ran in. Just just started like after the first three people got shot in the dick, all these men started running in with their cocks out, just just running in, not even running towards Robocop. They just ran in and then they all proceeded to get shot in the dick. <laughs> and then and then the very last guy is a completely naked man. Who's just like, do it. He's like the berserker <laughs> class. Yeah, that's like a boner. Honestly, I thought his the final guy would be bigger. I'm so glad that's what you're focusing on. I like that's a takeaway, not the fact that you know. that's a that's very that's like that's very Sean. That's very in character. It is 100 percent in character. But as you can see, it's a legit uh, movie. I mean, it's just like you know, going through all, all the scenes. I mean, I mean, guys. Sean is of the military industrial complex. Of course, he would like Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can you imagine if something happened to Sean and Sean's body was donated to science and Sean came back as, uh, as Robocop? Oh my God. It'd be amazing. Uh, but is that the uh, most over the top thing I found so far? Jesus. It's, it's all it's all failure from here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think I can top this. Failure. 
It's all downhill. But the me. makeup and the special effects were amazing. Like it, it blended in. Like you cannot tell a difference between the, the actual scene so and I, then when they jump into this. I, I'm still not convinced this wasn't just a deleted scene from the movie. <laughs> I mean, the original RoboCop. Did anyone see the new RoboCop remake of Joel Kinnanen? I did not. Yeah, the one in like 2010. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that, it was bad. Yeah. I did not watch that. There, no. Th- no one is set on fire. No one is blown up. It's just it's it's embarrassing. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. Could you guys could you guys imagine Sean Sean O'Cop, Robo Sean, <laughs> Sean O'Cop? <laughs> ha ha! I shot you in the dick. Ha ha! Well, I could just I imagine. Shot your boner. <laughs> Robo Sean, what are you doing? I, I already surrendered. You have not faced justice. It's not a metal dick. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> uh, this reminds me, like, it, what, what if, like, you know, there's a South Park episode where Butters becomes a RoboCop and he keeps shooting people in the dick? It's like, God damn it, Butters. God damn it, Butters. <laughs> I am trying to enact justice. I'm sorry, fellas. I'm enacting justice. <laughs> I'm trying to get my aiming calibration right. You see? Why is the tip the only thing that's real? <laughs> Jesus. Oh my gosh! Uh, well, I guess to take it down a notch, we can. Uh, I, I start. wish I wish I had just because you sent this to us prior. I, I feel like I have just completely ruined everything because to go from this to what we're about to watch for, for my pick tonight is a is is a letdown. I, I went ahead and I wanted to find something which is probably the the prime example of a movie that was treated seriously but was so atrociously done that it set the standard for all future type stuff. And some people have said that this was intentionally a parody. Some people have said that this was meant to be, um, you know, something super serious. And for the times it was just a bunch of problems. This has actually been voted as the worst movie ever made. And I don't know if that's changed since the room came out in the early two thousands, but this is uh, let's go ahead and go to the clip. Uh, Zed, this is plan nine from outer space. Does anyone know what plan nine for outer space is? No, it is a, it is probably a, it's a, it's defined as a classic B movie from the fifties in which Dracula zombies and aliens are all in it. And the zombies and the and the vampires and Dracula are all controlled by the aliens, and the government kind of knows, but they don't. I mean, the story is shit. The guy who played Dracula actually died midway through, so they just go ahead and throw in a bunch of old scenes from other films in there to, to sub for him. And um, you, you look at it now, and you're like, God, the world has has gone in so many different ways since. Even bad movies look good by comparison. So here they have the top 10 clunkiest moments from Plan 9 from Outer Space. Number 10. Off-sync grave diggers. Did you hear anything? I thought I did. Don't like hearing noises, especially when there ain't supposed to be any. 
Yeah, sort of spooky-like. <laughs> Maybe we're getting old. Whatever it is, gone now. Us. I guess so, it's like... So uh, I, I get it, because they're off-sync. So that's why they're speaking <laughs> out of turn with the camera. It, the off-sync like, figures. It's like, it's like they were dubbing for a Japanese movie. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I, think, I think for that one, that was the intent. Because it was like, off-sync, that was the joke. Like, because they were off-sync with the lips. Yeah, this um, th- this is already telling you that not a lot of effort was taken to make things decent. Number nine. What? What is this dude doing? What? Okay, pause. So that guy is Dracula. I think his name was like Bella or Tucci or something like that. I, I got it wrong. Movie nerds, uh, sue me. Okay. So like I said, the guy who played Dracula died halfway through production. Oh. So in certain oh. scenes that they needed to film, they went ahead and just had an actor double as him. So Man. when you see him come in with his cape as he's walking into that woman's room covering his face – it's because they didn't want to recast him or do anything. So they just covered his face for every other that's, scene they had to reshoot. That's actually, that that's like worse than the samurai cop, you know, like uh, Joe Marshall hair wig situation. I mean, it's almost like, like remember what they did at that movie, The Crow, when um, that guy shot Brandon Lee and they went ahead mm-hmm. and had his stunt double um, go through the CGI treatment with everything. And he actually got voice coach to try and look like Brandon Lee in, in those scenes on the crow. You can barely tell that it's another actor. That's how good things got. And that was in the early nineties mm-hmm. here. They're just covering up faces and hoping you you're wondering why they're doing that. You're not like, Oh, the actor's dead. So obviously this. Is yeah. Out. Yeah. It's like Dracula's just covering his face, you know, as he does, as he does and walks into a room creepily as he does, as he does. Number eight. <laughs> Yeah, much as we could. They're Coors dead mannequins. Finding a mess like this ought to make anyone frightened. Jump cut that body. You take charge. Okay, the the two grave diggers you saw at the beginning, they show their they were killed. They show their bodies for five seconds, and they're not even like real mannequins. They're like they're like crash dummies. They don't even have faces. You know, they didn't really even need to show a body. They could have just been like, oh, they're in real rough shape or something Yeah, they're like off that. camera or something. Yeah. Instead, they're like, you know what we'll show? Mannequins of no face or fingers. Of course. I can't even admit I saw You're that. You're so sighting, pal. What? It's like they're they're looking in different directions, and yeah, that was that was just stupid. Number yeah, six, car antenna. No, you know how to use one. After four years in the Marine Corps, here, here. Can you here. shoot me? No, I'm kidding. Here, here, here. What? You think we'll need these? You never tell. What? 
So we like he like handed are we supposed it to, to him four are times? we supposed to stare at the car antenna? Here. He's hanging the gun. Oh, he hit, he hits the gun on the car antenna. Oh. Here. Here. Or his hand hits it, or no, the like gun. It's like he's just flinging it. Oh, okay. Number five. Car, car framing fail. <laughs> the oh. camera can't keep up. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm just gonna drive off screen. <laughs> the tour struggle. This is so bad. Oh, here's the zombie. Oh, the actor struggling to crawl out from the grave. <laughs> quick, quick, shoot him in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like still in the in the dirt. He can't. It's like out. you could tell he's supposed to try and like sync with the music as he's crawling out, but the actor's just like, uh, like I'm actually stuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's caught in my dick. Killing Bella. Always trying to shoot him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so they try and kill Dracula. And then the sun don't. comes up. Yeah, then the sun comes out, and off camera, he just turns it to a plastic skeleton. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest, it seems like a very non threatening Dracula. He just walks very slowly toward you. Like, all you'd have to do is just like shoot him in the dick. Well, no, I was going to say keep running in a circle until some shows up. It's apparently the only no. way you can actually kill him. <laughs> no, shoot Derek, him shoot dick. him in the dick. Shoot him in the dick. It's true. The shoddy cockpit. You got me that time, Mac. This American flight 812 request. It's like it's like they got it's like they got some cardboard cutouts of what they think an airplane cockpit looks like. Just a random UFO, yeah. They're sitting on chairs and they put like a a pair of chairs in front of them and they're all like holding on to them. (laughs) Bella's car crash. Confused by his great loss. The old man left that home, never to return again. God help us in the future. That was painful. Uh, so like, he gets hit by a car? <laughs> yeah, I guess. He just kind of walks off screen, and then you hear somebody else who's obviously not him screaming, and then... Yeah, the ending's not... It's just—it's very... It's left up for interpretation. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Inception, except shitty. Yeah, except not good at all. <laughs> I think Rift Tracks actually ha- did did this movie. I would, I would be surprised if they haven't. Yeah, I think it may be on Amazon Prime. Oh, we got to check that out. Yeah. Well, that was my pick, Plan 9 from Outer Space. A movie so bad, it was, and I'm pretty sure still is, considered the worst film ever made. Yeah. yeah. What's up next?
Sean's choice, Delta Farce. <laughs> Sean, so, how, how old were you when you first saw this movie? Dude, what, 20, it came out in 2013, or no, 07? Uh, 2007. 12? This is one of those movies where it's like, a lot of young people, like I saw this when I was about 12, a lot of young people saw this and it was funny. And the older you get, you get so many different adult undertones. I, I actually think that Delta Farce is a, is a, is a diamond in the rough. This is, this is a prime example of a good, bad movie, but they did intend it for, they did intend it to be more of a comedy, but there are just some things in here where it's just like, even by movie standards, it's just, wow, it's a lot. Yeah, agreed. I'm often asked what makes a hero. Courage, selflessness, sacrifice. Somebody say hero? Meet the Weekend Warriors. Stand out of touch, you miserable pissants! If there was ever a worse excuse for a soldier, I'd like to meet it. Well, hey there, Sarge. Snap into a slam jam. We just got our order. Uh, Sarge, we're supposed to go home tomorrow. Yeah, and on Mondays, I cut to grass. Wrong, sunshine! We're going to paradise. It's Captain Anderson. It is Anderson. <laughs> it's Larry the Cable right, so- Guy. Uh, it's not Bill Engvall. Is that Bill Engvall? Mm-hmm. And, and their wispy feminine friend, whose name and I can't remember. Sand and sun. Daytona Beach? Fallujah, right. If I'm going to die tomorrow, I want to get a good night's sleep. Good night. We're overloaded. Get ready to dump the gear. This is it, Iraq. Oh, damn! We're in Iraq! What in the name of Siegfried and Roy are you fellas doing? Don't ask. Don't tell. Iraqi insurgents. <laughs> now the battle is on. Hold your fire! Right, I'm gonna Pause. Fire. So for those of you who are confused, they're flying over Mexico, which is not how you fly to Iraq. And they drop the Humvee, it parachutes down, and when they wake up, they think they're in Iraq. So this entire movie is kind of like Tropic Thunder, which is funny because Tropic Thunder came out a year after this, uh, where they actually think that where they are is exactly where they are. So this entire movie, they're treating like this Mexican cartel, like they're Al-Qaeda. And it's Mm -hmm. just, we'll we'll play the rest of the commercial. That is hilarious, actually. There's just one little problem. What's the funny? You're not in Iraq, gringo. Oh, my God. Hey, ah! We invaded Mexico. And there's nothing we can do about it right now. We have more cervezas for you. You see? If we leave now, the terrorists win. They're not being all they can be. <laughs> but they're doing all they can. Look at our cars, Zippy. That's vandalism. <laughs> To get out alive. You're in a lot of trouble, Ringo. Get him! Get him, guy! Come on! That'll work. Bill Ingvall, DJ Qualls, and Larry the Cable Guy. Let's get her done. Delta Farce. What did you guys do last night? <laughs> Good God, man. Everett, you shouldn't drink tequila. Damn. This always happens when I eat the worm. That film perfectly describes the Bush administration years. <laughs> no, this film basically describes why us as the degenerate panel should never be in the military ever. <laughs> Imagine all four of us join the army and then get dropped this... into Mexico thinking it's Iraq. Because <laughs> <laughs> this would be us and 
knowing all of us, Derek might blow us up on this one. <laughs> we should have our own Tropic Thunder type film. If somebody wants to produce that shit, oh, I've God. got a script in the making for no, you. Guys, I would be your medic, Dr. Death. Dr. Death. <laughs> Dr. Death. <laughs> Derek, I feel a lot better now. What did you give me? Heroin. Ha, ah, funny, Derek. <laughs> it's all we really, have. Really, it's heroin. <laughs> it's all we have. The poor man's morphine. We we ran out of morphine, right. so I had to give you some of this to get the bullet out. Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, my that gosh. That's funny. That is classic. All right. What's, uh, what's up next on the docket? This is me, Fateful Findings. Have you heard of Neil Breen movies? Mm, treat me like I'm stupid. So imagine trying to make a serious movie on a dollar store budget and terrible acting. Ooh. Yeah, so Fateful Like a sci-fi original. <laughs> worse. <laughs> so Fateful Findings. Wait, wait, wait. This guy isn't, uh, this guy isn't uh, Kabuki Cop. Is he? No, it's not. He's not Samurai Cop. That's Robert. That's uh, Roger Ebert. Who uh, did those films? Like, like the like. Uh, I forgot his name. But forget everything I just said. I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> this movie, the synopsis is about uh, Neil Breen's character. This guy right here, sitting on his laptop. He's like a super hacker dude, and he's hacking the deep state and finding all the government secrets so he can expose everyone in the government and all these corrupt corporations. And uh, basically the movie just follows like the process of him doing that. And yeah, meanwhile, he's, he's just like, casually hacking the most guarded secrets in the entire world. <laughs> of course yeah. this dude knows it. He's this dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he has to drink coffee in order to stay awake, but it looks like in this scene right here, he's getting a massive migraine and, uh, Let's say that the acting is very, very poor. Of course. Uh, let me get your reaction on this scene right here. Oh, oh no, he spilled coffee all over the government oh. secrets. Oh. This is me yesterday. Put the oh. coffee down. Put the coffee down. <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, now watch this. Now watch this. Uh, <laughs> and then. <laughs> oh! What? Wait. Wait. What? Huh? <laughs> I guess it was, was a flash. But watch this. Um, no, he's got to. Uh, no! Uh, the, oh. the government secrets. They're all. They're all. Huh? They're all covering coffee. So, like, I guess he was having like a flashback or something, and he's like, "Oh, I can't hold my coffee." So and then does he, he have like visions of the put future. the coffee down. He and, uh, uh, by yeah. a car. and then he has a flashback of him getting hit by a car, and I guess that makes him drop the coffee all over. Him. That was a pretty. <laughs> it's like you know that scene. It's like, oh, they actually did a good job of making him look like he got hit by a car, and then it's his acting when he's like having that like seizure moment. That's what's shitty. Yeah, for me, it's like more it's this this jump cut from like he's uh, like like uh, sleeping to uh, the car. You can tell that that's probably a real laptop too that they want to reuse for other scenes, which is why he intentionally like jerks the the mug to go yeah. all over the papers. 
Yeah, because they're like, like oh, we the can't damage this. This is a loan from Best Buy. <laughs> the papers are just props. We gotta maintain the laptop. <laughs> so this scene is with Neil Breen's best friend, and I'll just let the scene play out. Uh, that lady, <sighs> the blonde on the couch, looks like a former coworker of mine. This is gonna be interesting. All right, so they're, they're, two of them are sitting on a couch, having a drink, and uh, let's see what happens. Me alone. Have you seen Allie? Pause. Is that a mega pint of wine? (laughs) 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 Sorry, I had to. I had to make a. I I had to make a a Johnny Depp joke about that. She's holding a large, large glass of wine. That is pretty large. What? Stay away from me. Gonna go shit on the bed now. Yeah, that okay. was definitely a waste of wine. I'm sorry out there. Whoa, okay, wait a second. Whoa. Wait, wait do, do you, you do, see that? Do, 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 do we all see? So, so wait, wait, oh, wait, yeah, wait, wait. See, see, so he, so he, so she threw a glass of wine on him, and then he, you know. Threw it res- on her. Yeah, like, which, you know, they always show this in movies. It's like the guys just take it. I'm glad he threw the glass back at her, but now it's like, um, uh, what t-shirt contest? This is, uh, she's, uh, she's excited. Oh, for audio listeners, you have to just use your imagination. Yep. Huh? Huh? (laughs) You think that was real or you think it was, Oh, that was her character. That that was a real good. That was real. And now she's getting her revenge. She's pulling out her toy. That gun has no clip. It's got one in the chamber. She's gonna pop some. Okay, that that lady has pulled out a gun. Yep. Shoot him not, in the dick. Not the Ferrari. I'm shoot this damn car up full of holes. What now? No, no, no shoot no. him in the dick. Not the Ferrari. Oh, you killed him. Why does she sound like she's from New Jersey? I'm gonna <laughs> shoot this car full of holes. Shoots him. So there's an entire car there, and she just accidentally shoots him. No, that was okay. intentional. Had to be intentional. Jim. Amy. She's like. You what? killed him. They're gonna kiss. Somehow some other lady showed up. Oh. That's the daughter. Don't look. Whoa, pause. You didn't see. So like he he sounds like she cares so much. But now there's like ketchup smudged all over his face as he's laying on the floor dead, but you could still see him physically breathing. She sounds like she cares so much. Okay, I took I took my wife to go see a play last week. It was community theater. And it was actually really good. And the actors were really good.
What? <laughs> this lady is doing a better job than Amber Heard did of convincing anyone. <laughs> it's not hot. It's, it's a very low bar to set. <laughs> oh my gosh. Killed himself. <laughs> Call 911. Call 911. Get an AED. The scene is safe. <laughs> Jim. Jim. Come on, Jim. Call 911. Get an AED. The scene is Jim. safe. <laughs> please, please, don't show any emotion. How could you have done this? Jim! How could you, how could you have done this? I can't believe you committed suicide. I, I cannot believe you committed suicide. I cannot. <laughs> How could you have done this? How could you have committed suicide? <laughs> it's like he's looking off camera as someone's holding up some cards with his lines on it. I, I cannot believe you did this. You I can't this. believe you did this. I can't help you out of this one, Jim. With all we've been through, I can't pull you out of this one. So this scene wow. is at the end of the movie where he exposes everyone in the deep state. And uh, I'll just let you, I'll just show you what everyone does at the end of this movie. I want to be honest with all of you. I've been hacking into government and corporate systems all over the country. All over the world. I have discovered more information than any hacker ever has. Ever. 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 What I have found will shock you. <gasps> Oh, no. Here are the files and supporting documents. And supporting truths. The factual documents. The factual documents. What kind of documents are there? Releasing these supporting files. Truths of course. The public today. Supporting actors. Money, payoffs, and greed were always the priority of my company. Sounds standard. Like many companies. <laughs> what? I'm afraid of going to prison. They now know my crimes. So he's just there at the press conference. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what just happened? He committed suicide. <laughs> Nice. In front of everybody. Yeah, the next guy is just standing next to him like nothing happened. It gets worse. It gets worse. I am resigning today as a senator. <laughs> I'm resigning. The people who elected me get so much worse. Someone who cares about them and the country. Many of my other <laughs> No. Fellow incompetent senators must resign now also. <laughs> so that dude hung himself. Just keep going. My releasing these files today My releasing. will not endanger any innocent persons. 
but they will identify governments and corporations that have committed fraudulent and criminal activities against mankind. These people must be punished and eliminated immediately. I resign today as president of the bank. Of the, the bank. bank. They're lying, they're greed, they're Where money is exchanged. We were all under pressure. He's gonna overdose To operate drugs. in a deceiving way and cheat the customer. Like a regular bank. Goodbye. <laughs> no! <laughs> They're all doing this in public and everyone is just like, yes, yes. CNN's ratings are like going through the roof. Yep. Just keep going. Zed. Today, I am submitting my resignation as Congresswoman. I and other insurance companies are about to be indicted for crimes we've committed. This man can't the read. people deserve much better. <laughs> Our crimes uh, Oh my God, she's gonna closed. play. <laughs> nice. Garage method. What? <laughs> what? Lying. That's a lot of Finally, I, I knew this was going to happen. It's overdosing. He's going it's out okay. high, damn it. It's okay. It's just Adderall. That's why, uh, do you, that's fast. why do you do it in a car? Me. Well, and when you die, you shit yourself. Brokers. So you think he's going to do that in his own Cheating and scamming investors out of their money. He's we cannot his, uh, continue to uh, let them slip through our failed justice systems. I'm leaving oh. now, uh, rather than going to prison. Jesus. He did it. He did it the wrong for way. For the rest of my life. That's to get attention. Fuck. This reads, like a, this reads like a really bad Alex Jones fan fiction. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is, was this like in theaters? Did they? This is straight to DVD. The most oh actingest movie of all time. A man is in a deadly serious accident. During the accident, he comes into possession of a mysterious, powerful, small black cube. What? The man, <laughs> the man flashes back to his childhood sweetheart and the love they had. They never saw each other again. In the hospital, as he is in critical condition, his attending doctor turns out to be his childhood love. What? But they don't realize it yet. He already is in serious trouble, drug-related relationship with another woman. Ooh. He is a famous book author and has been an expert hacking into major <laughs> government secrets. He <laughs> states in a large international press conference that he's going to disclose the secrets to everyone. He discovers the identity of a female doctor and it greatly complicates a toxic relationship with the other woman. His life is in serious danger, mysterious and dangerous events and issues have been happening throughout the story due to the possible, due to his possession of the magical black cube. The black cube continues to hold mystical power over whoever it possesses. This what? is like this is like one of those free books, those free okay. ebooks you find on Amazon when you get I mean, a Kindle. 
I didn't even yeah. see a scene with this theoretical, I guess the black cube is what he said. Oh, this is where all the, the supporting and documents and factual documents are. Is it one of those cube. Marvel crystals of power? <laughs> Uh, it's an infinity stone. It's, it's an the, infinity it's, stone. It's, it's, it's the, onward to a faithful, u- to a grateful universe. It's it's the black infinity stone. It's the fake the, new stone. No, the misinformation stone. stone. Yes. Yeah, I mean Neil uh, Breen has made like a whole bunch of like Jesus crappy movies like these. I can't believe you did it. I don't believe it. I, I can't, can't believe, believe you committed, committed suicide. suicide. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my gosh. I mean, this guy deserves a Razzie for something at least. Uh, next movie. Have you heard of Michael Douglas's Falling Down? No, this yeah. is a first for me. So the synopsis is actually a very good movie. And it probably says something about our society as a whole. And, you know, how just people treat each other. Uh, the movie is about this guy who's an aerospace engineer and just one day sitting in traffic, he's just like fed up, you know, he's like, you know, I'm done with all this bullshit. And he just gets out of his car and just walks home. Huh. And, and he lives in LA and on, on his way walking home, he finds a duffel bag full of guns and he's like, Oh, okay. So he picks up a duffel bag full just of guns. Finds guns. Yeah. And that's the thing. Basically, like he runs into a bunch of different characters in this movie who basically are giving him a hard time or just being assholes to him. And because he's already snapped, uh, basically he gets into some situations where, you know, he just goes insane. But but he gets he goes crazy and mad over things that drive normal people crazy as well. Wait, is this like that movie Nobody? Kinda, yeah. So so basically, he's just. He basically snaps and just has a bunch of guns to shoot people with. Well, he doesn't shoot anybody. He just uses it as a tool to get what he wants. Oh, so he threatens them. Exactly. Yeah. But he threatens people. He only, the only time he threatens people is if people are being like assholes or are they doing, they're just doing something which really, you know, shouldn't be like basically like people who don't show empathy or just be nice. So it's like like that. So it's like that episode of South Park where everyone has a gun and like everyone's like pointing the gun at each other, but no one ever fires. I, I guess, yeah. So uh, um, this is this is so uh, he goes into a fast food restaurant and uh, he wants some breakfast, but they stopped selling breakfast at eleven thirty, and it's eleven thirty one. I, I they, feel oh, that like on a spiritual level. I do hate that. Just like God damn. And he's like, oh, why can't you just give me what's behind the counter already there, even though it's eleven thirty one. And they're like, no, I'm sorry, sir. It's lunchtime. But uh, eat, eat lunch now, idiot. But yeah, here's here's the clip. <laughs> Just watch it. Yes, sir. Hi, I'd like some breakfast. We stopped serving breakfast. I know you stopped serving breakfast, Rick. Sheila told me you stopped serving breakfast. Why am I calling you by your first names? I don't even know who you are. I still call my boss Mr. I worked for him for seven and a half years, but I walk in here all of a sudden total stranger. I'm calling you Rick and Sheila like we're in some kind of AA meeting. I don't want to be your buddy, Rick. I just want a little breakfast. Well, you can call me Miss Folsom if you want to. Sheila, we stop serving breakfast at 1130. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 1132. Douchebag. Sucks. 
Rick, have you ever heard the expression, the customer is always right? Yeah. Yeah, well, here I am, the customer. That's not our policy. You have to order something from the lunch menu. I don't want lunch. I want breakfast. Yeah, well, hey, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm really sorry, too. Get a gun! You know what, though? You know what? <laughs> Tell me not a single one of you. Derek, Sean said, tell me not a single one of you have ever wanted to do this at a McDonald's or a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. say yeah, anything. Clearances wow. are on the line. You've all, by, by not saying no, you've all just outed yourselves at play. No. <laughs> no. Calm down. He's just trying to get them calmed down. I just want to point out, much like real life, mass shootings are a white man's game. (laughs) Where are you going? No, 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 no. You sit down there and you finish your lunch. Come on. Everybody just just relax and take it easy. Come on. Why you eat your lunch, please? Eat your lunch. You all need your vitamins A's and B's. And oh, God. It was an accident. The, the trigger, it's sensitive. It's, it's okay. It's all right. It's just... It's a sensitive trigger. <laughs> Rick, could I have my breakfast, please? Yes, sir. Sheila? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like staring. Like, I was just staring at him, like, "What?" Wilson. Yes, sir. Yes. You know what? You were right. I think I've changed my mind. I'm gonna have some lunch. Uh, could I have a double whammy burger with cheese? You getting this? Yes, sir. And an order of whammy fries, and uh, let me see, uh, a chuck wham shake. Yes, sir. Should like get his order? Rick, could you get it for me, please? I feel more comfortable now calling you Rook after all we've been through together. <laughs> wow. He's just how holding the gun. He's not even... Enjoying your meal? <laughs> how about you, son? Is it good? <laughs> this is terrifying, actually. Yeah. How's the food? <laughs> I think we have a critic. <laughs> I don't think she likes the special sauce, Rick. <laughs> That's a joke. I don't know what you're talking about. This seems like a pretty calm situation. He's pissed about not getting breakfast, and then he chooses lunch. Turn around. Look at that. You see what I mean? It's, it's plump. It's juicy. It's three inches thick. Now, look at this sorry, miserable, squashed thing. Jesus. You know, he's he's making a lot of really good points. Yeah, I, it never looks like it does in the picture. And the ice cream machine's always broken. Yeah. Always. You know, apparently it's the, the McDonald's machines are because of some um, 
contract thing with the manufacturer of those machines that only a certified repairman can come out, which Derek, is why, yeah. Derek, McDonald's hates you. That too. That too. And that's, and that's corporate America giving you the finger each time you're about to order some McDonald's ice cream, which will give you five minutes of joy before it gives you three hours of Chrome's diarrhea. You're not wrong. Because you will still take the excuse and you will go on without any ice cream, having deprived yourself of a moment of happiness. (laughs) But then the time that you do get it, they deprive you of time. McDonald's is taking away your happiness or your life. That's how they get you. But your heart will go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can anybody tell me what's wrong with this picture? Anybody? This anybody dude. at all? You remember the burgers were that small when we were kids? The, the kids were his hand. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so I that's, need to watch this movie. Yeah, so that's the that's the uh, fast food restaurant scene, and then so after the fast food restaurant, he basically continues walking home, and he has to cut through a golf course, <laughs> and these assholes just won't let him pass through. What the hell? I must be the groundskeeper. Well, if he is, he's out of uniform. Hey, you there! What are you doing there? I'm just passing through. Nobody said you could play through. Get off my hole. Oh, Frank, Frank, he said he was passing through, passing through. He's not even a member. Look at the way he's dressed, for Christ's sake. Would you get off my golf course? I am. Get off my golf course. Uh, of course, the guys who look like they could be on the Monopoly man side of the town so, are, are criticizing this so, guy who just wants to get home. He's just passing through. So just to summarize this movie, as far as I can tell, he basically just carries around a bag of guns. And just whenever things go, whenever he suffers like a mild inconvenience, he just pulls out a gun to solve his problems. When a, well, I guess when a man has snapped and has finally I had like enough. <laughs> this is like what liberal America thinks is happening right now in every state where you can now more easily obtain a concealed carry permit. Everyone yeah. is just one moment away from a giant shooting. Everyone's just a moment away before the, the shooting occurs. He is, he is. Go back the way you came. Frank, Frank, listen, I don't like the looks of this guy. Leave him alone, will you? Listen, what am I paying my fucking dues for? This is my golf course. If I want to play here, I will play Nobody here. You understand? Said. If he gets hit with my Titleist, that's his fucking problem. Don't- Again, he radiates. It's his golf course, but he, he likes another dues. cigar. Yeah, at least the guy in the yellow shirt is being reasonable. That's like, like me. That's like me going to Costco, saying my Costco, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> like I'm the, a gold star member for like seventy bucks a year. Like, like the, the guy in the yellow shirt is just like, look, he'll be gone in like uh, he'll be gone in like five minutes. We just just chill for like a moment. Please so walk over to my food court. Would you like a hot dog and coke for a dollar fifty? Yeah, you're a gold star member. Ah. You pay your dues. <laughs> you do. Don't yell at me. I'm just here playing with you. For Christ's sake, that's the boy. You want to hear it? Stop! Alright, like, move. Holy Fuck. what? <laughs> what the hell are you trying to do? Kill me with a golf ball? 
It's not enough. You got all these. You swept out a shotgun. Your little game, but you had to kill me with a golf ball. You should have children playing here. You should have families having picnics. You should have a, a goddamn petting zoo. Instead, you got these these stupid electric carts for you old men. Nothing better to do. Oh. Oh, he's having a heart attack. Heart attack? Oh, Frank. Frank. Frank, are you okay? Aren't you ashamed of yourself? Oh, my God. I gotta get some What's help. wrong with you? Help. Your heart? Help. Something's wrong with your heart? Help. What can I do? Pills. Pills? Where are your pills? In the golf cart. Oh, <laughs> the golf cart just went in the pond. Well, I guess you're out of luck, aren't you? Holy oh, shit. shit. Drown. Now, aren't you sorry you didn't let me pass through your golf course? Hey, golf. <laughs> yeah. And now you're going to die wearing that stupid little hat. How does it feel? <laughs> Holy oh my fuck. God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. That was so gangster. That was straight fire. He should just let him pass through as having an asshole. I mean, what, what can I say? I mean, he he got scared of the loud noise. I mean, <laughs> he got scared by little discharge. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! It's like the, the, the liberals watch this movie. It's like that's America. You know, right you know how <laughs> if this movie came out today. You know that this would be like the Joker meme that like all our edgy friends on Facebook who are like one day away from snapping would be sharing where yeah. they take quotes from the film that make the bad guy look like the hero. Like all those Peaky Blinders memes like I uh, I might not be a uh, I might not be a gentle man, but I am a loyal man. And you so see me become so, a rough man. And so, it's like, Shut so, up. so Zed, I haven't seen this movie before, but like. Do the cops never come after him? He's always at the right place at the right time. He always leaves before the cops are called. And they just nice. don't, and they don't know how to find him. They don't know who he is. Like, well, well, the thing is in the movie, the cops are behind his, his tail. Like they're always one step behind him. Oh, and he's just going about his day doing random yeah, shit. Cause basically detectives are like trying to find this guy. Cause initially like he, he, he assaults, uh, uh, a convenience store owner, but the convenience store owner was openly like ripping people off. Mm -hmm. So that's why he basically beat the convenience store owner up. And that's where initially he got a police report. And then throughout the movie, the cops are always one step behind him. Wow. Uh, yeah. But it, I mean, it's a good movie to watch just to see what happens in the end. It's actually a very sad movie about what, you know, society does to, you know, basically a person who's seemingly normal, but just because of circumstances, you know, they're just put in such terrible situations. So what, so what you're saying is we live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. I, I feel like this is what the, you know, uh, what, what uh, all the uh, lefties think uh, it's going to, how, how it's going to be now that every state's a shall issue state for concealed carry permits. And they think like people are just going to be going around like this. This is all we need are red flag laws. So we can all just preemptively start calling the cops on each other. Jesus. So uh, I have a question for you. Um, you know, whenever they close roads down for construction. Yeah. And 
and you wonder, man, there's all this construction on 66, you know, and it feels like it never changes. Like, are they even doing anything? Yeah. So Michael Douglas asks the exact same question. Killing them. Certainly speed up production. You're going. You can't come this way. What are you doing to the street? We're fixing it. What the hell does it look like? Two days ago was fine. You telling me the street fell apart in two days? Well, I guess so. Pardon me, but that's bullshit. I want to know what's wrong with the street. See, I don't think anything's wrong with the street. I think you're just trying to justify your inflated budgets. What are you nuts? No, I know how it works. If you don't spend the money you have projected this year, they won't give you the same amount next year. Now, I want you to admit there's nothing wrong with the street. Fuck you, pal, huh? You're not going to hold us hostage here with these yellow lights and all these big trucks. Pause. This is me driving on 66 oh every God. day to get to the Vienna Metro Station. <laughs> Did, did you hear about the, how uh, he's like, I don't think there's anything wrong at all. You're doing this to justify your inflated budgets. Have you heard that? No. Uh, listen, listen. Let's get back to that. I don't think anything's wrong with the street. I think you're just trying to justify your inflated budgets. What are you, nuts? No, I know how it works. If you don't spend the money you have projected this year, they won't give you the same amount next year. Now, I want you to admit there's nothing wrong with the street. <laughs> Fuck you, pal, huh? You're not going to hold us hostage here with these yellow lights and all these big trucks. I'm just here to, to keep people from falling in. That's all. I want to hear it from you. What's wrong with the street? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I think it's a sewer job. You're lying. What's wrong with the street? Nothing. I knew it. See? I knew it was fine. But I'll give you something to fix. Oh, Jesus, man, what the hell? Holy what fuck, bull! Dog shit, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, does this guy just... Did he just stumble upon, oh, like, a military bag? Or, like... <laughs> he pulled out a rocket launcher. <laughs> what the this, hell? Why does this bag have every gun to know to man? <laughs> this is like Mary Poppins' stuff bag. So basically, the, the story behind him getting the bag of guns, he was in the right place at the wrong time because he was walking through South Central L.A. and there was a gang drive-by shooting. And a, basically, a car full of gangsters got shot up and tipped over and the bag flew out of the car. And the bag just happened to have a, a crap ton of guns. Man. So, so he just... He, he, is, that, like, is this he, a comedy? No, it's not supposed to be. It feels like a comedy. because, like, if you watch the movie, it's a very, very sad movie. Uh. <laughs> it's basically a movie about a man who's pushed his limits and he just snaps. Jesus, hey, Charlie, Fuck, please, man, Charlie, we got a goddamn nut here. You now run faster, run. You gotta pull that thing off. What thing? That thing, pull it off, and then pull on both ends. The whole thing gets bigger, like this, yeah. Now flip that thing up. It's kind of like your aimer. How do you know about this? Oh, I saw it on TV. <laughs> Today, the kid would say, oh, I saw it in Call of Duty. I learned about it and read it. <laughs> I play a lot of Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> and now, what's the name of the movie? Huh? What's the name of the movie you're making? Uh, Under Construction. <laughs> Under like Construction? It? Yeah, it's all right. 
Now where's the cameras? He, the cameras run. I just just stand back. All right. All right what, what do I do now? Well, <laughs> this kid's giving him advice on terrorist acts. No, what you aiming at? That uh, the yellow monster down there. Yeah. Well, look at it and pull the trigger. It's really easy. Where's the trigger? That one right there. Oh, but my God. First, man. Okay. <laughs> oh! Look out. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. He gave oh, him he, something to fix. Oh, he had a he had a pass line. <laughs> Just an average day in LA. Yeah. Also, I don't think the missile would like bounce and go down that hole. Like the angle he had it at, so blown For up. Cinematic on purposes, it could do whatever it needs to do. Uh, obviously, nineties uh, LA was just something else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's falling down. I highly recommend watching the movie. Highly, highly underrated movie. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna watch that tonight. Yeah, it's great. This this speaks to me. <laughs> I don't know. Should we be worried? Should we worry? I'm just saying, like, you know what? You, you know what? You know how? You know how all the Bernie Sanders people saw Avengers Infinity War, and they were like, you know, Thanos is onto something. Oh God! That's how I feel about this guy. <laughs> oh man! Next movie. Uh, we're getting a little crazy here to, I guess, close up the night. Uh, Bollywood. What do you okay. know about Bollywood, RJ? Oh my gosh! All my favorite cringe films of the last five years have been Bollywood films. I don't remember exactly when you got us into it, Zed, but we went ahead and jumped down into the rabbit hole of the boggy cinematic universe. So much so uh, that during one of the nights of your five year long wedding, uh, which is three seasons on Netflix available (laughs) (laughs) on on one of the nights um, where it was uh, uh, your, your friend, your, your, family and your and friends of your family uh, this guy came up to Derek and I and was like oh are you guys the bo- are you guys the boggy guys and Derek Rocky. and I was like wait what and next thing you know, we were like oh you mean Ronnie <laughs> and he looked at us like oh my gosh these white boys actually know this shit <laughs> well guys this is the shit it's boggy so three no real relation to boggy one and boggy two but no this boggy fights isis yes yeah, so and wins the, the baggy <laughs> cinematic universe as i like to call it uh it's a, basically the same characters in every movie played by the same actors but every movie has a different storyline like it takes place in its own universe so none of the movies are actually related to each other each one's a different story God help us all if the it's if like the, Indian Chuck if we, Norris. If we get the if we get the baggy multiverse of madness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, the, all Ronnie from all three universes. We, we, like, we get we get three tiger shrubs. Like <laughs> <laughs> just, just, yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, in uh, in this uh, baggy three, it's basically Tiger Shroff is, I think, a cop, and he his brother gets kidnapped by ISIS, so he single handedly takes out ISIS. He's like. <laughs> He, he doesn't even have, su- he's like, he has superpowers. Like, it's like, he's like a one man army. The only way I can explain is to watch the trailer. It makes the- John Wick look like a bitch. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. So what we have here is the official. Wait, bag. speaking of bitches, where's Sean? <gasps> yeah, I think, I think he dipped out. Oh, maybe he's taking a shit. Oh, they're possible. Yeah, so the first thing we're going to watch is the Baggy 3 trailer, and then we're going to watch the fight scene where he single-handedly defeats ISIS. Man, this is like a Disney budget right here. So good. So, <laughs> <laughs> it starts off with a shot of Ronnie uh, standing in front of an ISIS SUV convoy. <laughs> Setting traps. And it just blows up right in front of him. Ignoring explosions. What I love the fact is that this is this is a Fox produced movie. <laughs> you see, guys. Fox see. Star Studio. All right. So just, just for the listeners, th- this movie is basically live action Indian anime. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's because, live action. Because once once Ronnie's shirt comes off, he gets more powerful. <laughs> he goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> he literally goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> Yeah, him and his brother have a very, very close relationship, and they always feed each other rice for some reason. Yes. And then there's the love interest. Yep. Yes, very happy family. Working out together, spending time together. Feeding each other rice. Yeah, so uh, whenever... (laughs) (laughs) So so the relationship these two have is is that... Ronnie is the big strong brother that always protects his little brother. And whenever the little brother gets in trouble, he says, Ronnie. And, and it's like, and Ronnie it's like comes a spell Ronnie. because like the lights get really intense and wind comes out of nowhere. Yeah, and he's he just, just like runs. And he's just there. Oh. <laughs> what, <was that? laughs> what is this? Did like, you make my brother bleed? <laughs> He like kicks three guys and they all like stick <laughs> to his foot. <laughs> is this man just always <laughs> Is he always covered in baby oil? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like brother, come on, come with me. Where? To Syria. <laughs> you know, routine paperwork. Wait, are you Syrian? We all need to ask those questions. <laughs> It's like, brother, I'm going to Syria his, for routine cause, paperwork. Cause his, cause his, I think the, the story in this movie was that um, Ronnie's brother works for the government, and whenever, whenever like, Ron, like whenever Ronnie's brother would do like dangerous things, Ronnie would step in and do the dangerous stuff, and his brother would get the credit, which was all by design by both of them. So, so when Ronnie, when Ronnie's brother's asked to go on dangerous mission to Syria, his brother's like, "Let's fly to Syria." So you can protect me, and I can do routine paperwork because he doesn't tell him the whole story. And then, yeah, it's actually the paperwork turned out to be a prisoner transfer. Yeah, <laughs> and the prisoner was like ISIS or something. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like FaceTiming, and then someone knocks on his door, and he gets kidnapped. Vikram, yes. 
Become. Everything happens to my brother. And then Ronnie begins his campaign. Pause. Is that why this isn't the first Bollywood film I've seen that's done this? Why do they randomly start speaking in English? Oh, it's uh, I guess because of the British influence on India, it's kind of like that's kind of how people just talk. Yeah, sometimes like, they. Well, like it, in in Indian films, it's like the curse words are always in English. It's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like motherfucker. It's like they get really good at the curse words. Yeah, it's like the the really important scenes are like in English for whatever reason. <laughs> like shit. I guess they say like. <laughs> mainstream hindi has like english injected into it so it's kind of like a mix of like hindi is, and is english it, is it like korean pop music I da, guess. Da, 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 da. spoken cubans da, 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 da. crystal <laughs> and then okay so now they're going to introduce the bad guy of the movie isis we're not a hundred we are a whole country Welcome to Syria. <laughs> They're looking for his brother. So who do you think can do this to your brother? Abu Jalal Gaza. Abu Jalal insan nahi hai, par chai hai. He's not a man, he's a shadow. This is like Taken, but with flavor. <laughs> yes, it's better than Taken. It's just like one man without a shirt fighting three tanks. I told you, he gets more powerful without a shirt. No one can stop me. <laughs> I like this how this trailer is like a Marvel movie. This is this is like Captain America and the Hulk in one film. He's Captain India. <laughs> Why does he run like the Terminator? <laughs> He's just like flexing like that all the time. That man doesn't have a six pack. He has. Go back. Go back. I want to see him shirtless. Let's count yeah. the abs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This eight man pack. has a, an eight pack. He is, he is the he is the peak male. <laughs> he has never had a carb in his life, which is saying something for Indian cuisine. <laughs> He's all like testosterone and this, steroids. This this man skips the not bread and only eats the meat. <laughs> <laughs> One man, no carbs, <laughs> no carbs, chicken only against one whole country. <laughs> he's like doing like he's doing dance moves underneath the tank <laughs> whack whack smack attack attack, attack. <laughs> never look back <laughs> Pause. <laughs> He's like fighting watch. three helicopters. <laughs> but, but the part, pause it. But the part where he gets like the shield and he's doing the Captain America thing 
It's like, are you serious? We'll see that again. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, so he, he can break a bone in every man. He can break every bone in a man's body. Check this out. Yeah, it's so good. This is like three days before COVID. <laughs> this this was the last movie I saw. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sixth of March, twenty twenty. <laughs> like what? like 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 uh, fifty years from now, Derek. Grandpa Derek, where were you when COVID started? Have you heard of Boggy? <laughs> Son, it's time for you to become a man. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, oh to my finish God. off, uh, we're going to watch the fight scene where he fights ISIS. All oh, of yeah. ISIS All by of himself. ISIS. Sean, you're back. Where, where'd you go? Don't worry about it. <laughs> are you in your... Are you, are you taking a shit? No. Oh, you're on your couch. Did you on shit his, on the couch? Well, he's going to shit on his couch, obviously. Huh. But he can shit on his couch. I mean, I don't know how he's feeling. He's not Amber Heard. Are you feeling guys, okay? Yeah, dude, I'm fine. No worries. Okay. You haven't shit on the couch? No. He's okay. not Amber Heard, guys. It's all not good. Amber Heard. <laughs> Hashtag justice for Johnny. Yes. Hashtag Hashtag Johnny. <laughs> he's standing on top of a helicopter. Like a legend. <laughs> Get him. They're shooting at him. He's able to avoid it like Neo from the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, he grabs a helicopter door and is using his Captain America shield. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he, this is literally Captain America. <laughs> he throws the shield. Throws the shield. <laughs> he throws the shield. Oh, he like stabs a dude. Oh no, a tank. Johnny! <laughs> He's surrounded. Oh, dance underneath the tank. He's doing a Michael Jackson slide <laughs> underneath He's the a tank. Complete split. So good. My nuts hurt. Oh yeah, my nuts hurt just watching that. I like how this tank just never shoots him, just follows him. Oh, he can walk on walls now. It's 360 no scopes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Just imagine, Ronnie, like, Ronnie imagine is thirty an minutes straight of just this of him um, obliterating ISIS. He's so strong. Like, uh, like I, I think Ronnie is one of the characters that could beat Thanos solo with the full infinity gauntlet. If he had shown up in Endgame, that would have been the that, best thing ever. Yeah, the that portal was... opens up. Who are you? Ronnie! Ronnie! <laughs> Thanos is like... Uh, Thanos Thor's like hammer hurts. goes, avoids Captain America, goes straight to Ronnie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Give him more power, why don't you? Yeah, It's because Ronnie... Vikram was dusted five years ago. 
He got snapped. Oh. Uh, it's like, yeah, Ronnie has like a Thor's hammer in one hand and Captain America's shield in the other. Somebody needs to superimpose Ronnie fighting Thanos in the Titan scene in Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> kind of like how they got kind of like how they got Bully Maguire in there. I don't yeah. know. I don't, you took my brother from me. I don't even know who you are. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, this was this was a good lineup. Uh, you've given me some things to watch, and I hope the listeners go ahead and uh, watch at, at all of them. All of these are actually like I didn't really know what we were going to watch tonight. All of these are watchworthy things. Uh, but, even uh, RoboCop remake. I I'm not. I don't know how I'm going to be able to sleep after that. <laughs> that is. A speechless makes you speechless. I, I, I don't. That's so good. How many so times good. did you watch that? When you first watched it, how many times did you watch that? I watched it twice. It's <laughs> a good movie. <laughs> one to one to well, first time I was like, what the hell am I watching? The second time just to laugh. Oh my uh, gosh. Well folks, we'll post in the show notes. <laughs> we'll post in the show notes. Folks, go see Robocop shoot some dicks off. Michael Douglas loses shit at Burger King. And uh, Ronnie fight ISIS. And uh, everything else in the mix. As always, until next week, I'm Rebster W. Martinez. Be safe, be good. Good night.